Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Sound Bites for the week. Unfortunately, <laughs> Russell's just had a mental breakdown, but that's all right. He's still with us. I need you know, you know, Monopoly. Give me some dogs walking on Bond Street. <laughs> there you go. Roll me a six. Come uh, on. Okay, so probably from what you can tell by Russell's ramblings, <laughs> is that we are going to be talking about various toys and games tonight. I just thought it was going crazy, actually. <laughs> Oh, no, you probably have. But, yeah. Yeah, that shouldn't stop you from doing the show. <laughs> Go to jail. Do not collect $200. <laughs> yeah, you know, Monopoly is one of those games where one sibling manages to torment the remaining siblings who aren't winning. Totally. I don't understand why it was so popular. Because you're in control of your destiny. If you buy too much, well, the aim is to buy the board, let's be honest. Yeah, but... But if you don't buy the board then you're going to lose. But then again, if you do buy the board, you've got a chance of going bankrupt. It's <laughs> it's very much like real life. Yeah, but have you ever known a game of Monopoly to end where everyone sort of shakes hands and says, well, that was a rather good game. No, but you know what I, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I have witnessed? Monopoly goes on for far too long. It does go on for long. But we're not going to talk about Monopoly straight away. Okay. Because <laughs> we're going to go through the whole... Well, not the whole history of toys and games. Are we going to cover snakes and... Like we not, are, we are. not snakes and ladders. I'm talking about the Nokia snakes. What? Oh, on the game? Yes. Yeah, no, we're not. Oh, so, damn. <laughs> there had to be, you know, the thing with there had toys to be a and games. off, didn't it? Yeah, there had to be a boundary. Like, So even even tonight, like I've, I've spent a couple of weeks actually, I thought it would be just a, a really simple topic to do. And then when I started looking into it, as per usual, these things just continue to grow and grow and grow. So tonight <laughs> won't be. <laughs> it won't be a comprehensive list of all the games that are out there because there are just too many. Um, but what it will be is more about the the ones that became popular or commercial success. Oh. Uh, and generally starting from, uh, you know, when we first um, have evidence of games and toys. So now there is a difference. Hang on, are we going back to caveman games? Well, the thing with um, caveman, if you want to call it that. Games so, back then. So our prehistoric. So if you remember from our last show on the hominins, um, they would have had some form of. Uh, well, we believe they would have had some form of toy. But the problem is, is that it's usually called a club, and it's called knocking out the woman. No, no, that's not toys and games. That's probably adult. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not covering that. Okay. We're not covering that. Oh, Russ has gone down together. No, we're not. G-rated show. Okay, G-rated show. G-rated show. So, um, because the problem is, is that if they had made them out of sticks and stuff like that, then it would be really difficult to identify them uh, in the remains if they survive. But see, I would think that that would you you just named the first game that I'm going to guess is the oldest game in the world. Sticks. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that <laughs> no, no, no. You know where you get do the sticks and you have to pull one stick out. Yeah, yeah. Um, that yeah, one, would, yeah. like that stick. Yeah. <laughs> Not but see the the problem with um uh, because there's no written record, we don't know whether there were rules and rituals around the playing of these games and uh, and the use of toys. Sure. So so we can only go back as far as we can tell. There was some form of structure to the play with regards to toys and games. So awesome. So and, and we're not talking about games as in um. Uh, sports type games, so not football, not basketball, not yeah. hockey, so not hopscotch. Yeah. So, uh, so whilst we recognise those are games, and we're not going to talk about, but they're sports. Yeah, but see, that's the thing as well. So there's, there's, you know, when you start looking into it, it, it just becomes so Blurry. much to it because even some games are actually sports considered sports. You know, and, and and in certain countries, like some things are considered like you know. Um, a high level like mahjong or 
go or yes. all those sorts of things. So, so it's a very, very complicated, you know, once it sort of starts, starts unpacking. So if we're talking about board games, chess would have to be, or chess or checkers, whatever you want to yeah. call it, would most probably have to be one of the oldest games. Close to. Oh, really? Close to. So the thing was is that there were a number of iterations of these games. So, okay. so we can go back uh, and we'll go right to the very beginning of something that we, we knew that they had. So this is going back to nine... 1500 to 9000 BCE so the, wow. before the common this era. is going way before checkers yeah way before so and the and the first thing with that we think is a toy or a, a game is kites so invented in asia that's a game well it is it's a toy it's it's like oh, a toy, a toy. Fly, yeah, flying okay, kites yeah, yeah. so um so we we don't know their exact origin um but the oldest depiction of a kite that we have is from the mesolithic period awesome. uh, in a painting in the uh, Muna islands in southeast sulawesi in indonesia so you don't think they just created it like as a drawing like you don't think this was a, like a prophet saying one day we will have a kite um probably not <laughs> It's, you yeah. get my you get my theory though. I, yeah, like, I do get your theory. I'm just wondering, like we you have um ancient, uh, yeah, yeah, ancient <laughs> Egypts were supposedly operating on hearts back in their day. Well, I don't that's know a different about conversation, that. actually. Let's yeah, let's not yeah, worry yeah. about that. So, one. but we do believe that from that art depiction that they were depicting something that was Where's already in exi- existence. So they would have to use fabric for that, wouldn't they? No, they wouldn't have fabric back then. Yeah, they would have had fabric. Nine? Uh, how many years ago? Well, 9,500 BC, so before the Common Era. So it would be 11,000 years ago. Before Christ. Before the Common Era or before Christ, if you wish to use that uh, (laughs) other form of timetabling. Well, some people don't understand that before the common year. Well, that's what education is all about. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why learn we're on this show. At, uh, you can learn <laughs> so at any Russell stage. Learns. But, Welcome but, to school, Russell. But yes. 4,000 BCE, so 4,000 um, uh, in, in the year 4,000 BCE, we do know that the Babylonians had a board game that was probably the ancestor of chess or checkers. Awesome. So, so yeah, right. so they, so we we found a couple of those board games and a couple of the pieces, uh, and obviously um, there, there were also some rules around it that were written down. So we we we, we came across that. But then again, in three thousand BCE, we came, we did come across the first version of checkers. So the the previous one was one that we believed to be uh, a predecessor, but this one uh, definitely was. So it's the first game uh, resembling backgammon, and it was played in ancient Samaria, and it. It was also found to be played. So this this obviously had moved about. So as some sure. people played it, they sh- showed other people how to play it, and it just kept moving. So we, we find evidence that was played by the Egyptians, the Greeks, and the Romans uh, for thousands of years. So it was yep. composed of stone marbles, and then later those were changed to glass marbles, and they were popularised. Why were they changed to glass marbles? Probably because... With glass, you could probably introduce more patterns and... Uh, because marbles <laughs> is quite... Like, let's be honest, there's marble collection. Right, marbles. We're talking about the, the yeah, war but, things. Yeah, but we're talking about the little stone marbles that were part of the checkers game. Or the, oh, the, so we're not talking about marbles, marbles. We're not talking about circle marbles. No, no, you not played. yet. Okay, not cool. yet. Sorry. But we will talk about marbles next. Oh, yay. <laughs> oh, do you see? See how I crushed your little spirits but then built them back up again? Just like every other person does to me. Come on. Oh. Let's be honest. That's what oh. happens to Russell. Oh, poor okay. Russell. Okay. So we are talking about marbles now. which are We are. So, so 2500 BCE. Um, so they're often mentioned in Roman literature. Uh, and there are ex- many examples of marbles from excavation sites. 
Um, so especially around the uh, Chaldeans of Mesopotamia and ancient Egypt. Um, now, they were commonly made of clay or stone or glass, but marbles arrived in Britain uh, and imported from the Low Countries during the me- uh, medieval era. So that's awesome. So, yeah, so sticking with the 2500 BCE, we, we noticed there was backgammon. Uh, and then 500 years after that, there was a game called uh, Senate. Now, this was, um, this was a game of strategy. So this is the first time we sort of thought that they had uh, put a lot more rules and thoughts and and strategizing into their games. And 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 how did that game come about? Like like (laughs) Like, why? Like who was the inventor of that game? Well, I don't know who invented it. Okay, so I thought you researched (laughs) this. Right. Let's let's check with your notes then. (laughs) I don't have notes. (laughs) No, you didn't do. So there you go. No, because you know, I I love how you come with so prepared, and I'm so not prepared. I'm like going, I'm just going to throw you a question and see whether you have the answer. Yeah, but the thing is, though, is that a lot of this stuff is lost to time. So really, so we only know certain things from what we can gather from piecing together a number of elements. So to have something specific like, well, who invented it and on what day was it? Oh, uh, it's a bit challenging. Of course, it's absolutely challenging. <laughs> You're laughing at me. No, no, I'm, I'm staring at you with some, you know, with, with dagger <laughs> eyes. With dagger eyes. You're like, yeah. how dare you ask me a question yeah. we do not know? Well, just out, before we take a break, because we do need to take a break, <laughs> out of those games that you just mentioned, yep. which one would you pick to play? Probably Backgammon. Okay, why? Because I don't like long lingering games of strategy i don't like chess um it irritates me after a while really? I, I get bored i just want to go How? you know i've got other things i need to do but this is something that's so in like chess to me is a game of i'm going to prove you that i'm smarter than you and i can move more places than you no well stress is chess is a, is a game a strategy of strategy but it's it's also um bet you all our army cadets and all that kind of stuff play it well no not necessarily most of the times they found that with chess, the better the, the better chess players are is that they've they've memorized more of the the, the movements. So um, and and so over time, chess players rely rely less on strategy and and recognize more of the patterns of losing pieces and therefore, you know, take other moves. Oh, interesting, interesting, interesting. But yeah, I don't I don't, like, I don't mind checkers because it's faster. But I don't like chess. So yeah, checkers to me is the same as chess, but just more options. I think is that the one where you can go on black and white. Yeah, and you can go back yeah. and forth and all that sort of stuff. Like I, yeah, I know that three D chess, chess. That's what we need. Yeah, you can enjoy that on your own. Okay. Or with somebody else who likes to play three D chess. I don't actually like three D chess. Yeah, I'm not. Okay. I'm not a chess person. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. you know, if you are. I wish you I all the happiness and yeah. And if you love chess, then tell great, us. Yeah. Tell us on 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 the socials. DRM One United. Uh, give us give us those chess stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your victories <laughs> on how you've managed I'm so, to I'm save so glad your coin. That went straight over your head. Of course it did. <laughs> I try not to listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, I have to filter a lot of your stuff. Oh, apparently I have a dirty mind, people. Anyway, we are going to take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we are going to talk about toys and games, toys and games, <laughs> and and snakes and ladders. Yeah, we'll get to it, and um, other stuff. And Bingo was his name. That's it. <laughs> this is when we first found the uh, uh, the first bronze toy horse with wheels. So we're thinking that maybe it was a pull-along toy. Oh, we're not talking about the horse that had all those men in there and they invaded oh, that Oh, the Trojan place. horse. Yes. 
No. Oh, is this where they came <laughs> up with that idea? I don't. Maybe they did. The Trojan Wars. <laughs> Let's be honest. Wow. Like, come on. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what year was that one? Now you're testing my ancient history. I'll look into it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, so, you're, you're my encyclopedia into knowledge. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> but I have to be like a one topic at a time. I don't jump around as easy as I used to. So, <laughs> so Okay, let's move on. So 200 uh, CE. So now we've, we've actually made a huge jump from 1300 BC to 200 CE. So this is, the we believe, the earliest known type of uh, ice skate uh, was found in uh, Fennoscandinavia. Um, and it was fitted with a thin strip of copper folded and attached to the underside of a leather shoe. Interesting, because I'm looking on your list, and there's another skate that's going to come up very shortly, and I'm actually surprised that... Well, actually, no, I'm not surprised that ice skates come first. Yeah, because that's how they would have... Hunted, gathered... And got it around, yeah. I would have thought they'd use tennis rackets, but... Well, they probably use that for snow, but for ice, they wouldn't need ice skates. When was tennis rackets made? <laughs> you mean snow... <laughs> okay, you can go on snowshoes if you want, but they're tennis rackets, let's be honest. No, they're not tennis <laughs> rackets. Completely different I'm structure. I'm sure that if I put tennis rackets on my foot in the snow, it would still work. It probably wouldn't because what you needed to do is increase the surface area of your feet to stop you from sinking into the snow, but whereas tennis rackets have a very narrow handle. And whilst the head is broad, it's probably not broad enough to increase the surface area required. We're going to go to a test site one day and actually do this as a All test. All right, you can do that. So in 200 CE, moving on, <laughs> so we don't get sidetracked, <laughs> we found the first example of a tin whistle. Well, it was a whistle, just made out of tin. Well, yeah. But, but how, hang whistle. on, that means that we, ha- oh yeah, because we had people. Not, yeah, because in the past we they probably made um, Metal little flutes swords. and stuff out of yep. bone and all that sort of stuff. But this is the first time that this was something that was fabricated. Awesome. Well done to the tin whistle man. <laughs> to the blacksmith that created it. I don't know your name, but well done. So somewhere in the 200 Cs, we also saw a game called Shoots and Ladders, which is the very first version of Snakes and Ladders. So what's Shoots and Ladders? Come on, tell me what a shoot is. A shoot, as in... A shoot. A shoot, like a... So they didn't call it snakes and ladders, they called it shoot, shoot and ladders. Shoots and ladders, yeah. So if you fall on the top of the shoot, you fall to the oh. bottom of the shoot. And if you start at the, if you land on the bottom of the ladder, you go all the way to the top of the ladder. So. But then how did it become snakes and ladders? Mattel didn't buy the rights well, to... probably. <laughs> they probably didn't have the <laughs> copyright ownership <laughs> of it. Mattel was so like, no, who, everyone's scared of snakes, let's go snakes. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Probably people, well, just like you, but people knew what snakes were, but they weren't 100% sure what shoots were. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> well, no, Isn't that true. where you chuck your rubbish? Down the chute? <laughs> yeah, down the chute. Or laundry. You can put, you, yep. people throw their laundry down a laundry chute. So, anyway, in the 400s, we had the very first examples of the yo yo. So, this was found on a Greek vase. I'm um, out of curiosity. Was this made out of bone? No. So, it was probably made out of wood, metal, or uh, painted terracotta. It would have been better if it was bone. It could have been. Imagine if you get a skull from an animal that's <laughs> round like a baboon. You, you can make a yo yo out of it. Most skulls around. I know. Well, <laughs> I was just picking an animal except for human. Okay. Uh. But, but the yo-yo was originally thought to actually be a weapon rather than a toy. Well, I've seen them do some yo-yo tricks and they can yeah. be weapons sometimes. Yeah, if you stand the, too close. The whole close, around the world yeah, thing. The whole, yeah, if you stand too close, you're going to get sconed in the noggin. The figure eight, the figure eight where you go, figure, 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 and bang it. <laughs> so... 
I remember when they used to drag those poor yo-yo entertainers out. The dog. Yeah, but to the schools and all those kids, we used to think, wow, imagine being that talented. But that's it. That's all they had. They probably were paid minimum wage. Well, let's be honest. $20 an hour. Actually, it wouldn't be back then. It would be like $5 an hour back then. Probably $2. And here we all were mesmerized by them. Hey, it it kept us quiet for 20 minutes. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So, in the 600s, we have the first examples of ancient chess. So, the so this was actually the chess game that had all the pieces in the sure. right place. Oh, from an Indian game called... Chaturanga. I'm glad you pronounced that, not me, because <laughs> I would have went Chaturanga. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Chaturanga. Um, that is n- so in 969, we, we come across the first examples of playing cards. Uh, and so that came from Asia. So who held the ace? Asia. Asia. <laughs> they probably still do. So in the 1300s, we, we get the first examples of that cup and ball game, you know, where you got the Let's ball on the string and you got to sort of... you got to get the ball in the cup. And get it in the cup, yeah. Yeah, well done to the cup and ball game. Yeah. I wonder how much money they made back in those days. They're still selling them. They do still sell them, and they made them out of plastic these days, though, so it's very, very easy to... to you can get the, the wooden ones if you yep. hunt around. You know what I haven't seen on your list, which I would have thought what would be... Earlier than ball and cup or cup and ball. Cup and ball. It's two up. When I don't know when that started, but that would that would have been. That Surely that was before this time. Yeah, but I've I know of, that I've we... left out gambling type. Oh, okay. Game because otherwise, then you start getting into all the different types of card games and games Fair of enough. chance and Fair stuff enough. like that. In the fourteen hundreds, we had the first example of a ceramic rattle to keep kids quiet. And trust me, that does, but it makes parents' heads hurt. That's uh, <laughs> listening to that rattle go. I personally don't like rattles. You don't? No, I hate the things. You know, I heard a very interesting fact the other day. What's that? You know, rattlesnakes. Yes. They're evolving to not have the rattle. Because people don't like the rattle. No. Um, well, yes, people don't like the rattle. Um, <laughs> but but the, the current theory is, is that whilst the rattle would scare away pre- uh, uh, potential threats, prey or predators are using the rattle to locate the rattlesnake and then go after them. So I don't know what's more scary, a silent rattlesnake. Which one's more deadly? They're or both the thing same. that hunts rattlesnake. the rattlesnake. Yeah, so that that's what I find quite... Uh, <laughs> how did but you, it's interesting. How did you come up with this information? Oh, you know, I do a lot of looking at stuff. Yeah, you do, but you just can't remember that, that thing I asked you. Actually, I, think it was, I think it was, no, don't rub that in. <laughs> that never stops hurting. <laughs> I would never hurt you. Yeah, yeah. I, bet you I give you, I give you lots of hugs. That's why you got that voodoo doll. Of me of all those pins. We're talking in it. about dolls. Uh, we got so a fig- the female figurine. The first female figurine made out of lead, which is you know, which is poisonous. To it humans. is poisonous. Yeah, but you know, back then we made everything out of lead and mercury. It was so much stuff. easier. Let's be honest. Like. <laughs> We so had available. plenty of lead. Yeah. We we knew what to do with it. We had the lead pencil. Yeah, and then of course, as soon as the, we oh, found out it was write, dangerous, then you would have had all the PR companies against that, saying lead well, is good guess, for you. Guess what? This female figurine was almost most probably also a pencil because lead you can draw with. Not that sort of lead. Um, oh, okay. So sixteen hundreds, the first rocking horse. So now I this sounds smart. This this is this is. This is quite exciting. So now yeah. we're we're moving into the first types of rocking horse, and there were two types of rocking horse. So a you might horse remember a nona horse. So you know, there's that one horse that sort of sits rocks. on the yeah on this on that semicircular yep. type legs yep. and rocks back and forth, or there's the horse that's suspended in a rigid frame yes, yes. and just sort of you sit on it and go, oh, this is just too much fun. You know the you know, the other the other thing that's like a rocking horse that that has been coming very popular. We saw it on Eurovision. It's the hamster wheel. 
<laughs> like, that is a very fun. So, human-sized hamster wheels. Yes, that's a brand new toy, apparently. <laughs> is it? Okay. Yep, we've seen that. in. Well, well, it's too just, big for my house, that's for sure. Why not? Oh, I would love a hamster wheel. They're human-sized. Yeah, why how, not? How frequently would you use it? Great for exercise, and once you start, once you start running, and you realize, oh sugar, I'm going to beep and hit my head and concuss myself, <laughs> most likely. Get, so how do you get out? Does it? Do you just jump? You just have to hold on for yeah, dear life. Hold on for dear life. Okay. So in okay. 1636, we had tabletop nine pins. So this is like an early version of bowling. Oh, okay. I was trying to think what nine pins was. Yeah. So they sort of stack them up, and you sort of in a diamond shape. Yeah, but you throw something at them to knock them down. So it's not. This is not that that game where you put alcohol in a cup and you chuck the ball and see if you can table tennis or table. T- what do they call that? I can't think of it. I think it's it's fallen uh, out of my head. Yes, yeah, so I can see. I can see the table. Yeah, let's call it the, the drinking no, game. So, oh gosh. <laughs> Hang on, I'll Google it. Uh, you need. To yeah. <laughs> okay. So in in the 1700s, we got hoop and sticks. So that's that hoop where people would run along and tap it with the stick and keep it rolling. Somehow that was uh, really quite exciting. Then in 1730, we came. We got the first wooden horse. Yep. At beer pong. Beer pong. How, how, how could we, we not know that? We could call it soda pong. Well. Being PG. Yeah, I guess. I, well, I don't drink, so I don't really. Yeah, oh, come on. You used to drink. No. You never drunk when you're 18? Oh, yeah, when I was a teenager. You sure you did beer pong at least once? No, I, don't, I think beer pong is a fairly new thing. No, it's not. In the last 10 years, maybe. Beer pong was originally, because um, I got it here on Wikipedia, and it has been around, apparently it takes 30 minutes to play, but since the 1950s and 1960s. Oh, I only so. heard about it about... Well, I don't know about The game was originally evol- uh, believed to have evolved from the original beer pong played with paddles, which uh, is generally regarded to have had its ori- uh, origins with the fraternity of Dartmouth College in the US in the 1950s and 1960s, where it uh, has become part of a social culture of the campus. Oh, there you go. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. And it's spread from there. And it has spread with more pongs than beer. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <In> d- <laughs> beer does stink so after a while. Okay, so let's move on. Let's move on. Because we're not talking about beer tonight. No. Well, maybe one day. Maybe. Maybe. I'll add it to the bottom of the list. <laughs> so, so 1759, <laughs> we've got roller skates. So this is the first patent that we ever got um, from oh. the Belgian inventor... How could they patent roller skates? Think of it this way, right? What is the difference between ice skates and roller skates? And we already had ice skates further up in the list. Yeah. There is no difference, realistically, except for instead of a blade, you have some wheels. Wheels. That's it. Probably more the ball bearings required. Maybe, but but he didn't patent the ball bearings. He painted the roller skates. No, but you can't have miniaturized wheels unless you've got small ball bearings I know. inside. Well, it, look, this is, we need to get a hold of this patent. Well, actually, his very first patent resembled inline skates, so wheels one after the other, much like our current yep. day version, inline skates. So it was only later in uh, 1863 that somebody else invented the four-wheel configuration. Interesting. So there you go. And in 1790, we had the first version of a female doll. But I thought we had a female figurine. What's the difference between figurine. a female figurine and a doll? So it's usually fairly static, like a statue, okay. whereas a doll would have moving bits, so the arms and legs probably move. Okay. And maybe even the head turns. Yeah, you got to take side. the head off, don't you? Absolutely, you got to take the head off. <laughs> right. um, and you got to put another dog head on. But 
than in 1820. We had a talking doll. We had the very first talking doll. Now, this is quite fascinating because I watched a video on this this talking doll. I asked you to watch a video on talking dolls. No. I watched a video about how they achieved the vocalisation for this doll. Okay. And they had actually created... So, you know the old gramophones that you wind up and you've got that big horn where that the sound comes out? Well, they created a miniaturised version that sat in the torso of the doll. So, this tiny, tiny little um, gramophone and the, and the actual handle was out the small of the, the doll's back. So, you turn it... Trusted to be something stabbing in the back. No. And the little gramophone was so small. It was, it was probably about five centimetres sure. um, in diameter. And so you, you put it in there and you get the little needle on the on the gramophone, uh, uh, on the on the record, and then you turn the handle and the whole thing starts playing. And then they had a paper cone trumpet that came out the top of the head, but, you know, because it had hair on it, um, and the sound would come out that way. I thought it was really quite fascinating. It sounds so torturous. Yeah, but... The Look sad thing was is that because it was quite delicate and complicated, and yeah, um, it never went, uh, never made it to mass production. But it was the very first example of a talking doll. So Mattel brought the rights for it and made Barbie. No. Oh, interesting. I'm surprised. No, not at all. Surprised um, Mattel. I'm surprised Mattel <laughs> didn't get to that one. In 1824, we had the first examples of rubber balloons. Now this is an interesting one because a lot of people are saying that we shouldn't be using balloons anymore. And I agree. Why? Well, I tend to think we shouldn't be using those, like, you know how people release balloons everywhere? You know, they fill them up with helium. We're running out of helium, so we shouldn't be wasting it on balloons. Well, that's our choice to buy helium. The government's not stopping us. Yeah, but they should. Really? Yeah. So, anyway. um, But then we don't know uh, when when these balloons eventually lose their ability to hold on to this helium and come back down. Um, they're either falling in the oceans or they're getting in the waterways or they're getting into the environment um, and they're causing all sorts of troubles. So, well, um, we're going to take a quick break oh, okay. but, um, because we are going to talk more about, um, well, more things. I, I've, I've kind of lost my toys place. And yeah, toys and games. I, I've kind of lost my balloon part. I don't know where. My, oh, there it is. Um, we're going to talk about dolls being mass produced next. Hello, Peter again. Hello again. That was Cloudy <laughs> Days by Tones and I, brand new to Dear Everyone United. Yeah, what a great song. song. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, we, you we loved were tapping it. around to it. Yeah. Well, good. I was trying to fix up the beats to it. Like, uh, look, uh, I was like, something sounds flat in this song. And I was trying to go through my audio processes to actually see if I could put a bit more bass to it because in our headsets, I'm like listening to it and I'm going, mm, you just sound flat. Needs a bit more oomph. And, well, great vocals, but a bit repetitive. But I quite liked it. I but really liked it. It did. She's good, well, on tones good on tones and I. Thanks, Sony, for sending it to us. Yes. Um, we're coming up soon. We've got Human Nature and Guy Sebastian feature, uh, with their song, Broken Humans. Oh. So we'll listen to that in the next uh, 15 minutes. Okay. But let's talk about toys because we are talking about, uh, we just, just finished about rubber balloons. Yeah, so in uh, the 1840s, because we've got a lot to cover We've got an, in the next <laughs> century. We've got like 15 <laughs> minutes of the show. Yeah, I know. We've got a lot to cover. So We might have to do a part two. We might do. Because uh, there's so much information here. We might do, but we might need to take because next week I want to talk about the Olympic Games. Well, we might just have to do a bonus episode. A bonus episode. Okay. Yep. So, um... So in 1840, the dolls began to become mass-produced, but also we got the first examples of stuffed bears. I'm actually really interested about the dolls being mass-produced because I know Henry Ford, not personally, but oh, <laughs> I know <laughs> Henry Ford was the one who changed the, the motoring mass-production era. Like yeah. He made it amazing. Like cars yeah. were able to be produced on a mass scale 
very easily through a chain system. How do they make mass-produced well, dolls? Because well, well, the big misconception is that Henry Ford came up with the concept of mass production. He well, didn't. He, did. he saw it other places, and he was the first oh. person to apply it to the automotive industry. So, um, oh, but but he did observe mass production or or uh, manufacturing line production where individuals get one task uh, or one or two limited tasks. Stick the head on the doll. Yeah. So, but but. Early um, mass-produced dolls weren't made out of plastic and rubber because that didn't uh, plastic certainly didn't come until uh, about hundred years later. So they were made out of various things: so wood, fabric, ceramic, um, that sort of thing. Um, You'd hate to break a head, a ceramic head. Yeah, and so, but uh, but a lot of those dolls were. Um, more ornamental, so they weren't really, you know, like... So they weren't playful dolls. They were they were antique, what well, we call them antique now. Yeah, but and, and some of the surviving dolls are worth an absolute fortune. Yes, if you go and watch, there was that show on uh, the TV, um, I've gone bang to blank, they go and actually go to the countryside to the UK and... Oh, Antique Roadshow. That's it. So there you go. Okay, and also stuffed dolls were made in 1840. What type of stuffed dolls? Because you're talking about teddy bears now. Did they make teddy dolls? So they, they weren't originally called teddy bears. They were called stuffed bears. Um, the name teddy bear didn't t- come around until 1902, where they made them in reference to Teddy E. Roosevelt, who was the American president at the time. I'll trust that to happen. So that's where the term teddy bear but came w- from. Okay, so were they all bears or were they dogs? Were they cats? Were they, did they make them in different types of animals? I'm sure that came... Later. Later, but the... Because every boy had a teddy bear. Yeah. Uh, maybe every girl, I don't know. <laughs> I had a rabbit. Uh, you had a rabbit? Yeah, really? I had a stuffed rabbit. Yeah, my brother tore its ears off. Really? So anyway, <laughs> in 1843 was the very first board game um, ever sold in the US, and it was a, originally a UK board game, uh, and it was called The Mansion of Happiness. Is this so, the game that is like where you go and... No, it's not. I was, I was trying to figure out if it was the game about going to different schools parts of your life like there's a game called the game of life that's right and that came out in 1860 so about oh, 18 so years later okay cool so so i'm not that <laughs> no i never said you were no well, i didn't i didn't finish the sentence so there you, yeah, go. Could you? So, yeah, you go so <laughs> 1860s in 1860s oh. we saw the first bicycle can you believe that 18 that is amazing that that did not come earlier because but the very first bicycles were made out of wood and they didn't have Pedals. Petals. 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 D. Petals. Yeah, petals, not petals. Yeah, I said petals. No, but I'm actually actually really surprised by that as well because we just have... Okay, so realistically, what is the difference between, besides the pedals and the steering aspect, but roller skates (laughs) and a bicycle... Forget you, you, you want to know the difference between no, no, hang on, hang on. Forget the okay, forget the mode of transport for a second. They both involve wheels. Right. They both involve bearings. Right. Maybe. Yeah. And how hard would it have been to just upsize a roller skate? Uh, I'm to make a bike back earlier. Well, I, use your imagination. You could have easily have done it. Well, it's not as easy as you say. <laughs> Clearly not, because it came in that uh, in the 1860s. Yeah. Us humans aren't very, very... Uh, as opposed to roller skates, which were 100 years before. I know. That's but, what you, but you've got to remember there's a difference between when something is painted and when it is mass-produced. Usually getting a painted complete doesn't necessarily mean you immediately go to mass production. roller skates wasn't... Were they patented but not mass-produced then? Well, no, there was a, there's usually a delay in, in mass okay. production of something. 
So, and you got to remember, it's also back then. You know, now if something's popular, you, it's easy for industry to just start churning. Yeah, it's out. like a fidget wind, fidget, fidget wind. Yeah, fidget, 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 fidget spinners. Widget, yeah, that's the thing. Whatever the the thing we cannot say because we are not kids. We're not kids. I've never played. You with know them. the interest. Have really? Fidget oh, spinners. I have played with fidget spinners, and guess what? They are so relaxing. It's but that's not what funny. they were designed for. So anyway, so but eighteen. 86. We got the first BB gun. Can you believe it? After the Civil War, <laughs> what better thing to give your child than a gun that simulates shooting somebody? Because we love to teach our kids that they need to go to war. Peace through superior firepower. Uh, maybe, but that's not how this works. Anyway. So you did include... <laughs> I, I, I know you did include a YouTube link, but unfortunately we're in the wrong studio. We're so if you're listening studio. to the podcast, we will add that audio to yeah, it now. It's, it's actually quite... Disturbing. So in 1887, um, we got the uh, even though we already had the speaking doll, the talking doll from 1820, Thomas Edison decided he could improve upon uh, the phonographic technology, <laughs> he created a talking doll. So it still used that same concept of the phonograph, but he used a wax um, record, if you like. Sure. And the sound of the doll talking was so disturbing that they received so many complaints from parents and children had nightmares from this doll that they were pulled from production only six weeks after they were um, launched. Of course, because who who wants to play doll, let's be honest. Especially the one that gives gives their kids nightmares. Parents actually found the actual sound creepy and disturbing as well. So it didn't work out. Dear old Thomas Edison, stick with the like loop and electrocuting animals. Really? Yeah, he was a bit not nice about things like that. So anyway, I won't go into I that. Bless you. Um, now, in 1891, we saw the very first Ouija board. 1891. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, 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 you skipped checkers. Yeah, I'm. I'm skipping a couple of them. Okay. I, I did. did okay. So cool. I don't know if you remember. Have you ever used a, a Ouija board? Uh, yeah, I have. It's got num- It's got letters, and you yeah, and yes and no, and look, yeah. it's all fake. Okay, let's just pro- <gasps> let's say it's fake. Come on, let's move on. Ouija boards. It was absolutely fascinating. So the history of the Ouija board. Who created so it? The Kennard Novelty Company began mass producing the Ouija boards after a growing interest in seances and the occult. So this Trust is back in 1891. Now the the name. So a lot of people think Ouija is a very sort of mystical. You know, spiritual yes. name with connections to the to the other world and the supernatural. But, it's but in not. fact, it's actually a combination of the French and German words for yes, we oui and yeah. Um, the board was okay. an instant success, and the use of the board became very popular. Uh, and Parker Brothers brought the rights to the boards in 1956. In 1957, the Ouija board outsold Monopoly, so that's how popular it was, um, and the success of a. But sadly. Even though it was like hugely popular for nearly um, eighty years, yeah. it all came to a grinding halt when The Exorcist was released in nineteen seventy-three. Of course, totally. And then from that movie, because the um, the the young girl in the movie was possessed by a demon, and uh, she was possessed after playing with a Ouija board, so it was promoted as a gateway to the devil and demonic possession. This was then further exacerbated when religious groups started denouncing the board as a tool of Satan. And in fact, the Catholic Church were the strongest opponents to the use of the Ouija board. So its huge popularity came to an absolute grinding halt literally within 12 months. And even to this day, people are still convinced that it's a gateway to... But let's be honest, the Ouija board is still patented. 
Um, so it's I just googled it, and the bond filed in twenty eighth of May nineteen uh, sorry eighteen ninety for the patent to protect it. Yeah. So um, but it was an interesting thing. It is very interesting. Yeah, it used to be called talking boards, um, spirit boards, uh, and, and it was promoted as a way of talking to those who had passed on. That is fake. But it is fake. It is You're fake. You're moving it yourself, people. You are. You are. And if you are a Ouija person and you disagree with us, contact us through DRM1 United socials yeah. because we would love to have you on the show to talk yeah. all about the Ouija board yeah. and why you believe it's true and fascinating. And look, I'm not saying that it can't be true. I'm just saying I that know. I have no scientific evidence. No, there's plenty of scientific evidence. To show to me that. that spirits can communicate through humans. Through the talking board, spirit yes. board, Ouija board. Okay, so moving on to, uh, in 1898, we got the first, uh, uh, exa- well, the first Meccano set was released. So that was the car toy Meccano set, isn't it? Well, Meccano was um, a series of... Um, Nuts like and toy, bolts. Nuts, bolts, wheels, girders, that sort of thing. You know, so it was a construction set. But you know what you could have done? Taking your kid down to Bunnings. They didn't have Bunnings back then. Okay, whatever they had back then, they could have taken their kid down to whatever hardware shop they had right. and brought them a bunch of nuts and bolts and <laughs> they could have done it themselves. Yeah. <laughs> you or don't need Meccano. Or they could have just bought Meccano. Now, because <sighs> Meccano became extremely popular. And in fact, in 1913, a similar set was introduced in the US uh, under the name Erector. So, uh, but right. in 2000, right. Meccano bought the Erector brand uh, and unified its presence on all continents. Why did they, why, because someone thought, oh, I will take on. That's popular. Let me just copy that. Uh, but By making a few changes, changing the name, and releasing I'm surprised McCann didn't see them. Um, because that would have been the best thing to do. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I anyway, don't know why. Let's, I'll leave it up to Let's move over to the 1990s. So we're now 19, in the 1900s. Uh, toy cars. Now, <laughs> the first I, I, toy car. I'm going to take it this is not the first battery operated toy car that you can sit in and drive. No. Damn. Nowhere near it. <laughs> but, but in 1901, we had a battery-powered train. That's what made me think it was. Yeah, but you got to remember, we didn't have, like, little batteries back then. That's what made me think it was. We had the big batteries. Because we had the big batteries, yeah. which means you had to have a big trunk. So that means you would have could have potentially made a, a seat. A battery-powered toy car. Yes. Oh, okay. But yeah. anyway, they weren't smart enough. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, someone thought it would be better to have the train version. Yeah. So in 1902, this is when we first had teddy bears. So the actual official teddy bear craze began, <laughs> named after President uh, Theodore Roosevelt. Good and on in him. In 1903, Crayola crayons hit the hit the shelves. Um, really? Yeah. So Crayola and and over the century, they've uh, created more than 200 distinctive colours. Okay. Well, we've got four minutes left. <gasps> so I want to just quickly delve into two of my favourite toys on your right. list. Okay. And I'm actually just going to check the, to see what else is on your list before I before I overstep and say what mm. are the two games I actually love. Um, so, okay, I think I know which ones I want to do. Okay. The Pez Dispenser. Okay. Because I grew up with Pez Dispensers. Pez Dispensers. Pokemon Pez Dispensers. Uh, wow. We had, uh, like... Huge collector's items. Yeah, and they still are. Like, I mean, they still are. They don't sell so many these days, but Pez was first marketed as a compressed peppermint peppermint sweet uh, in Vienna. Yeah. Interesting. I would have thought that... I thought that they were an American product. I thought so, too. No, uh, Vienna, Austria. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is, with all the pop-up heads kind of things, I actually would have most probably thought more Japanese... Oh, or, yeah, okay. or or something more crazy because the, the, that's where yeah. Pokemon 
like Pichu comes from yeah, yeah, yeah. Japan. Yeah. But um, I I take it they didn't have the actual uh bobblehead as a Pez thing when they first. No, launched. it was sort of like you pop it and and out it just of, comes out. out. It comes. Yeah. And I'm also going to say that the 1935 Monopoly, you cannot go past Monopoly. <laughs> I don't care who you are. If you didn't grow up with Monopoly, then what are you doing? And I'm not talking about all those other fancy Monopolies like Monopoly Christmas, Monopoly University, Monopoly, Monopoly Card, um, Monopoly The Block. Mm. I'm not talking about any of those franchises. I'm talking about the original 1935 Monopoly. Game of Monopoly. Uh, the history of Monopoly can be traced back to the 1903 when American anti-monopolist monopolist, uh, Lizzie Mackey uh, created a game which she hoped would explain a single tax theory for uh, of Henry... Henry George. Sorry, I butchered that, but that's mm-hmm. my that's my English. Um, who's Henry George? So he was the person who came up with the single tax theory. So that that one tax would apply to everybody. And why did she want to? Um, she, she well, basically she wanted to demonstrate that, that it's not good. You no, know, she wanted to demonstrate that it was good, and that not only was it good, but it was easy to calculate. But that everyone was a loser except one. No, I I, I think the message got lost in the game. <laughs> Clearly, but then the early versions. There's been many iterations, but the early versions were more about the taxing and the earning oh. and the rent and the property acquiring and that sort of thing. So, in other words, it was like a game of life, which yeah, it wasn't as com- complicated. Well, I wouldn't say that the current one is complicated, but it had less elements to it. So, the community chairs the chance weren't there. They all came later, and the board wasn't as populated. No, um, and because a lot of us probably. And I'm talking probably here in Perth, and I'm sort of we have doing the Perth that. monopoly. Yeah, but I'm sort of going off the n equals one principle. So I'm always thinking that everyone knows the game Monopoly that I used to play as a kid with my siblings. What game? Which was based on the UK monopoly board. Yeah, Bond so Street. Kent, you had yeah, Old Kent Street, Street Marabone Station. Everyone knows that one. Yeah. So if you and, don't and know and that we one, we were Google familiar it. with that. Whereas other board, uh, other versions of Monopoly, even back then, were very much um, like America had their own version. Um, and we only sort of got our Australian version, uh, I think, Quite back recently. in the 80s or yeah. 90s. So. Anyway, it is now 7 o'clock, so that <sighs> means that it is over. We are not going to continue anymore. That no, is we'll where we are going leave to leave off. it. Oh. Uh, but the other games that we may have missed covering Plenty. were <laughs> Slinky, Lego. That's a big one. We should actually do a history of the Lego. Dungeons and Dragons. Um, the first Legos were made out of wood. Were they? Play-Doh. Mr. Tonka Potato t- Head. Tonka Truck. Star Wars action figures. Uh, skateboards. Etch-a-Sketch. Barbie dolls. Nintendo. Uh, Rubik's Cube. <gasps> I learned how to... So G.I. My, Joe's. My mate Will showed me how to do a, a Rubik's Cube. And what, before, I, I know I know, I said where we were going, but what is diplomacy? I know what diplomacy is, but it's 1959, and it came out, diplomacy, a board game based on a series of strategy, strategic moves... Uh, negotiations forming an alliance over the countries of Western Europe. So there you go. There you go. That's what I diplomacy. Th- there was. you go. I think that sounds like um a, a video game that we play called the same name now. Well, the very first video game uh, was called Odyssey oh, from Magnavox go. in 1971. That was that one where you had the three dots. So the two that moved up and down the sides that the players used, and the one that went in between the two, like I tennis. That was tennis. No, it was called Odyssey. 
Oh wow! I thought that honestly, I thought that yeah. was tennis. So yeah, there you go. So that, there you go. When did Pac-Man come out? Oh no, that was in the early eighties. Oh okay. Yeah, Pac-Man. Anyway, I remember playing Pac-Man. That is it for today's show. If you want to know more information about games and and all the fun stuff, then you're going to need to tune into another episode of Soundbites. Yeah, we'll I, probably finish this off after the Olympic Games next week. I want to talk about Furbies. That's what I want to talk I about. I don't even think they're on my list. They're on I, your list. 1989. There was a myth that they, they <laughs> repeated words uh, that said around them. Yeah, but they didn't. Uh, yes, they did. They had the repeat Furby. Oh, they okay. actually came out with a Furby that you could record or talk to and it would repeat back to What's you. What's that as popular as um, Thomas no. Edison's talking to? <laughs> I think Furbies died off because they're like... They were torched. They'll round up and burn <laughs> to the stand. They're like, feed me. Oh, I, think you're th- I think you're thinking me. of those Tamagotchis that. Oh, I love so Tamagotchis. So many people had like car accidents because they were too busy feeding the Tamagotchi. That's or- like Pokemon Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we are out of here for another week. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you want to get involved with the show and listen to any of our podcasts, there's two ways to do that. Firstly, to get away with our shows, you need to head over to drm1.com.au and download our app on Android and iPhone. We've got a brand new Android app about time, Russell. Well Yay. done. Uh, I might not be smart in theory. I'm good at... <laughs> Don't at, say that. I'm great at making things. There you go. Um, but <laughs> if you want to get involved with the show and uh, what was I trying to say? Uh, contact us. You can yeah. head to uh, DRN1 United on Facebook. You could even be a special guest. You might be. You never know. We are always trying to find that, that expert. Yeah, we're, we're not. We're, yeah, we're, we're desperate attention seekers. <laughs> don't expect to be the star. <laughs> yeah, don't. Just accept. You'll, you'll be invited. But yeah, don't you'll be invited. Be, <laughs> don't. But don't be surprised if we cut your microphone off every now <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway, this has been Soundbites. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. Bye.